I remember a teenager <laughs> using this expression, keep it real, Padre, keep it real. Sometimes the scriptures do just that for us. And in sometimes a very sobering way, the scriptures help us to stay in reality. That first reading, our life is one of choices. This is why we are free. And before us are put some rather big choices. And it's important for us to know that even some of our little choices are tied into the bigger ones. I place before you life and death, good and evil. Whatever you choose will be given to you. Our destiny, our eternal destiny, is not something that God arbitrarily chooses for us. He does give us the grace to aid our freedom to make the right choices, but that grace does not take away our human freedom. We are always free to choose. There's a song, very haunting song, in the movie For Greater Glory that expresses the same thing in another way. Between heaven and earth, between good and evil, light and darkness, faith and sin lies only my heart. Only God and my heart. This is why Augustine will say, O God, you have created us without ourselves, but you will not save us without ourselves. This freedom that we have is awesome and amazing. But as we soberingly look at the responsibility that comes with it, it is also a terrible gift because we can misuse it. This teaching of Jesus in our gospel, it's important to realize that this is a part of that great Sermon on the Mount that begins with the Beatitudes. Jesus wants to give us a life that is blessed. A life that is blessed in such a way that it even leads to an eternal blessedness. And this is why he says to us tonight, if you are to enjoy that blessedness 
and enter into the kingdom of God, your righteousness must be very different than the Pharisees and the scribes. And of course, as we know from reading the Gospels, their righteousness is a self-righteousness. It is all about self-aggrandizement, focus on self, filled with pride, looking down upon others, being critical, judgmental. Jesus says, and it's all about exterior observance without any change of heart. He says, if you're going to be my disciples, we got to go deeper. We got to go right into the heart. Rather than fulfilling the law in exterior observance, laws that are written on your heart and mine, so that we might live the deepest intentions that God willed for those laws that He gave us. And so, what Jesus is doing in this teaching, He's taking us right into our hearts. The place where the drama of life is really lived. This inner sanctuary, not hidden to God, but hidden from everyone else but ourselves. That inner sanctuary of our deepest feelings, thoughts, and desires. This place where decisions are made. And the most important decisions. It is here where the most important battles are fought and either won or lost. The battles between life and death, light and darkness, good and evil, the battles between love or hatred. Bondage or freedom, all of it happens right here. And the good news is that Jesus is the one who goes with us. We don't go into our hearts alone because the thought of that frightens us. We don't know what to do with some of the things that we see in our hearts, those inclinations towards sin, those areas of weakness and insecurity, those fears and many other things, we're afraid to go there because we feel helpless and we don't know what to do. And so the good news is that Jesus goes with us. And he's the one that can actually do something about the things that we might see in our hearts. So Jesus wants to give us the blessedness of the pure of heart. And so he takes us into our heart in order to show if there's any lust there any objectification of another person 
where we might tend to use them rather than respect them and their great dignity. This is why he takes us into our heart so that we might experience the redemption of purification to take away all lust that might have crept in, that we might be blessed in the pure of heart. He wants us to know the blessedness of the meek and the peacemakers. So again, Jesus takes us into our heart and he wants to show us, is there any anger there? Is there bitterness and resentment? Are there things in my heart that are keeping me from loving my neighbor with compassion of forgiving those who hurt me? Is my heart an angry heart? And again, Jesus wants to come and redeem my heart of that anger that lodges itself so often there. Jesus wants every marriage to know the blessings that God intended for a marriage in Christ. And so again, Jesus will invite this journey into the heart. Is there anything in my heart that is keeping me from knowing a marriage that is blessed and in the Lord? So Jesus is now going to come to us in the Eucharist. And where is his place of dwelling? The human heart. (laughs) The human heart. And he wants us to be comfortable in our own hearts. And this is why he wants to set us free. He wants us to know a life that is blessed. And that leads to eternal blessedness. And he wants to give us the grace to use our freedom to make good choices. So, I cannot think of anything better to offer to the Lord now upon this altar than to offer our hearts. And let him do with those hearts whatever he wills. Amen.